Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and today I watched, well this weekend, I watched everything going on, not everything, but way too many things going on at WrestleMania weekend. Uh, I'm just going to give you a rundown of all the shows I went to, um, the main things that happened, all of the matches that I saw, and um, some of my thoughts on, on some of them. I'll do a more detailed look at everything after i've also seen raw smackdown 205 live and um in main event um in a couple of days i'm recording this on monday morning and uh, oh my gosh it's been such a crazy weekend i arrived at approximately uh midnight on friday night saturday morning um it's to new orleans and I didn't get to my hotel until maybe like 1.30. And then I was awake to get ready to go by like 6.30 a.m. to head over to Access. Um, on Saturday morning, I met Asuka at Access. That was super awesome. Probably the highlight of the entire weekend. Um, and everything after, whatever happened after that, I was still so happy that I got to meet her and get a picture and everything. Um, I also met Grandma Talik and Mustafa Ali. I spent a good amount of time. It was awesome meeting them. I spent uh, maybe like an hour in line uh, to, to meet Becky Lynch, but her line was so long and I joined that line uh, too late that uh, by the time uh, her time was up, um, she was only signed for the first half of Access. Um, the first two hours that um, I wasn't even close to the front of the line. Um, but that, that was too bad, but I did get to watch a couple of great matches um, on a distant monitor um, that were going on in the, the, the NXT ring. And uh, one of those matches was Dakota Kai versus Nikki Cross for the uh, NXT Women's Championship Invitational Tournaments or whatever they call it. And uh, Dakota Kai won, and that was pretty cool. I didn't get to see her in the final matchup because that was that happened during NXT. Um, but uh, I'll talk about what I got to see the next day. Um, let's see what else was there. There was a Q and A with Hillbilly Jim, and then to end the access session, session and I actually kind of left during this but it was still pretty cool to see the couple of answers that i that i did um there was a q a with daniel bryan one of those questions and answers was um his thoughts on johnny gargano and he said that um he he kind of hopes he loses so they can steal him for smackdown live almost says smackdown um and we also had a, a nice little dance off with hillbilly jim and greg hamilton just uh, doing a, a little a little hoedown. Um, before that, Daniel Bryan Q&A, because that was at the end. Um, we had Kyrie Sane versus Peyton Royce. That was awesome to see, except that Peyton won. She had Billy Kay there, and then they, 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 they attacked her afterwards. But then Dakota Kai came out and made the save. And um, it was, you know, that was nice to see. Uh, we also had Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch defeat Tony Nese and Jack Gallagher. Um, 
Did I skip some? Is that are those the only matches I saw? I I think I saw some other ones. Maybe I didn't. Maybe those were the only ones I saw. Um, it was kind of a there was a guy right next to me that was being very obnoxious, and nobody was enjoying that. Um, so that was a I had a great view. I was right there at the rails um, on the standing side because they, they had seating on um two sides of the ring and then the other side towards the actual that's open out to the convention it's just a rail that you could come and stand up next to so there weren't any seats or anything but um i was right there at the rails for a couple of those matches and it was awesome except for being next to the ignoring guy uh, annoying guy um but uh you know what that's that's fine it was it was still cool to see them and um yeah, it was really fun. I I liked it. So I had already bought my ticket for access again on Sunday because I knew that there were going to be championship matches for all the winners of these invitational tournaments. They would face uh, whoever were champions coming out of uh, TakeOver the previous night. Um, <clears throat> but if I were to go again, I would, uh, I would absolutely go um to access probably do what i did on sunday more so uh unless there's another opportunity to meet someone as awesome as oscar but um uh yeah the the whole standing in line thing to get um to get signatures and and photos um not quite i mean it, it was cool to meet them but uh compared to being right there up close for an NXT show basically um is is so awesome and I had uh a lot of fun doing that just that that's literally all I did on Sunday and again I'll talk about that in a minute okay uh I did leave a few minutes early so I could get over to the Pontchartrain train however you say that that place it was across it was like 20 25 minutes away um, where all the uh, WWN Live, I think. Uh, I think it's WWN, or maybe it's WN. And no, there's there's a W and N, and then one of those is also a, a second time in the middle. Okay, I I could have I've spent the last however many minutes just writing down, typing up all of my notes for everything, so I wouldn't miss anything. I didn't bother to look up um, what that is, which I should have also done because uh, one of the people who I saw fights uh, the next day is the uh, holds the championship with that name. So I'm going to say it's the WWN championship, but that might not be correct. Anyway, uh, I made it just in time. Actually, it, I, there was a few a good few minutes to spare, and that was even with going to absolutely the wrong side of the of the the convention center there um <clears throat> it was uh um it, it was it started a little bit late which is fine because it worked out it worked out great for me i could have stayed a little bit longer to see daniel bryan talk some more but um that's that's all right too um it was it's a little bit you have to exit through the gift shop which is a standard um 
standard practice in many um, instances. Uh, but uh, it was so packed and stuff that it did make it a little bit difficult to leave. And then also where they uh, uh, where they said that you should park um, is kind of far away from the halls that they're actually set up in. So if they're going to have us park there, I don't know why they'd... I don't know. It would have been nicer, but maybe there's more like amenities over on that side because there's like a Starbucks outside of it and all that kind of stuff. So, and it is closer to actual stuff outside of the building. Um, it's just not so great that the the parking's so far away. Anyway, what was my point? I made it just in time to, for the progress the progress show, and I got to see so many awesome matches. Uh, the entire show was great. Uh, we had Tony Storm defend her championship against mercedes martinez and that was was a great great way to kick things off um actually that was the second match i forget what the first match was i didn't take any pictures all, almost all of this except for the the shimmer show i actually um saved the image because they they that that card didn't change at all um but i i saved that so i can refer to it but uh, progress show, uh, they, they had changed a bunch from what had been announced. Not a whole lot, but enough that it wouldn't have been, probably wouldn't have been helpful. So I don't, there's so much that I saw this weekend. I can't remember where that opening match was. But Tony Storm versus Mercedes Martinez was, was awesome. Um, I was so excited. The, the person I was most excited to see at um, Progress and Shimmer was Tony Storm. And I did. I did see two matches with her on Saturday. And then she defended her Progress Championship against Lacey Evans the next day at Access. So uh, she, she tied with, um, with uh, Adam Cole as far as number of matches that I got to see this weekend. So, uh, and both of them are awesome. So, awesome. yeah, awesome. Um and, and I also met Tony Storm after the show. I uh, got, got a shirt and uh, a, f- a photo with her, and she was really nice. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was awesome. Um, then Will Ospreay, I believe, was originally going to be going one-on-one against Austin Theory, but um, he got a little bit too, too beaten up the night before. So instead, we had a mixed match. Not a mixed match. A mixed a mixed tag team it's it's not mixed match because that's wwe's terminology if willis ray and kaylee ray fought austin theory and Ginny, and probably the most fun match i have ever seen um they were just having a lot of fun there was a whole thing with a voodoo doll and um i don't, I don't even know where to begin to explain it actually you know what i don't <laughs> saying it was the most Fun match I've ever seen uh, does the entire Kaiju Big Battle show later on that night a, a bit of a disservice, but that that was like a whole experience, like the whole thing was just insane, and I don't think I can even describe what was going on, even more so than um, any failed attempts to describe this match, which was awesome. Um, we had the tag team champions, the Grizzled Young Vets. What, what are their names? I wrote it down further in. Uh, James Drake and Zach Gibson. Um, I guess technically I did see them at, in at least three different matches. 
if you count all their appearances. Um, I may be mistaken, but I believe they were the hot cops um, at Kaiju Big Battle. But um, I, I may be mistaken on that. Anyway, um, they they defended their championship. The uh, Progress champion, whose name is Travis Banks, also defended his championship uh, successfully. Earlier in the night, Walter defeated Zack Sabre Jr., um, for a championship opportunity. And so uh, we ended the show with a face-off. Walter comes out and uh, stares down Travis Banks. Um, so, yeah, awesome, awesome show. Um, I am not currently subscribed to Demand Progress, but I may have to soon so I can – well, I can rewatch this and also – so that I'm um, can watch the night before because it's or it wasn't the night before the day before, um, it sounded like that was a really great show as well. Um, and then in the same venue, we had Shimmer. Uh, right before the show, I met Mercedes Martinez. Um, that was awesome. Big thank you to her because the the show was uh, they, the lights had just gone out for the show to get get underway, and um, I was. Uh, last person in line to to meet her um unfortunately uh so that i could get back to um takeover in time for the starts um i did have to leave um before the end of shimmer 100 so i'm definitely gonna get the 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 dvd of that so i can watch all of the matches that i did see again and see the matches that I didn't get to see. One of those matches was the Shimmer Championship match um, between Nicole Savoy and Mercedes Martinez. Um, but, uh, you know, I did get to see Mercedes fight Tony Storm uh, um, earlier that day. Um, so it was still uh, awesome to get to see her. Um, okay, some of the matches, other matches that I did see, I believe I missed... The other match that I missed was the Heart of Shimmer Championship, which I heard um, or read on Twitter was was pretty awesome as well. Um, so uh, other than that, I saw a big six-person tag team match. It was... Who was in that? Was it everybody who's listed here? Mia Yim was definitely in that match. Um... And then there's also a singles match. Kimberly fought someone, and she won. I don't remember. The deal. I, I took a picture. I'd be able to rem- remember better if I looked at the, the photos. But um, anyway, let's let's keep rolling on. Uh, we. I also saw uh, Chelsea Green and Britt Baker versus Charlie Evans and Jessica Troy. That was awesome. Um, cheerleader, cheerleader Melissa versus Shotzi Blackheart it was a great match. Um, Madison Eagles versus Deanna Perazzo. Uh, Madison Eagles, I thought during this match, like, dang, she could destroy Charlotte, probably. And I'll get to <laughs> my thoughts on, on Charlotte when I get to, to the WrestleMania portion of this show. But, uh, yeah, I thought she, she was, was pretty awesome. Um, 
let's see. Uh, th- we also had the tag team championship match, which um, was re- it was really good. And I enjoyed that the champions, Leva Bates and Delilah Doom, uh, came out. They're dressed as Double Dragon. Um, Delilah took off her her red over outfit, um, but uh, Leva remains in her blue Double Dragon outfit. I forget the Double Dragon character names, so apologies apologies to all the Double Dragon. Um, people out there who know who simply know enough to know their names but anyway uh that match was a lot of fun and then uh the last match that i saw before i i left was tony storm versus nicole matthews and yeah it was a real treat to see that uh tony tony won i think this was her debut and this is the first time she's ever appeared on shimmer so that that's awesome too Okay, Whew. we're halfway, not even halfway through the weekends. We're halfway through Saturday. Um, so TakeOver, I, uh, I'll talk about this more in depth when uh, I record this uh, overall week's, ep- next week's episode, um, since I'll be able to also talk about the, the match that I missed to start the kickoff, or rather the pre-show. Um, I, re- I arrived, like I said, just in time. To see Kyrie Sane, um, she fought Lacey Evans, and she won. So after having seen Peyton Royce defeat Kyrie, it was nice to see Kyrie get a victory. Um, oh, I guess, Ky- uh, yeah, I saw Kyrie Sane in three matches this weekend as well. Yeah, because I saw um, Peyton Royce defeat her. And then I saw Kyrie defeat Lacey Evans. And then Kyrie was also in the Women's Battle Royal. So, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, another match before the start of TakeOver was uh, Sabatelli and Moss. I keep saying Tito and Sabatelli. But that is <laughs> that's just the, the first guy's name. Uh, Sabatelli and Moss versus Heavy Machinery. And uh, who won that? I think heavy machinery one i honestly can't remember but it was it was fun to see them i saw heavy machinery in person well i this was in person as well technically but uh i would see them the next day at access as well okay here we go takeover the this takeover is ridiculous is amazing from the start there's Holy shit chance within the first minute of uh, of the first match. So that like set the tone for the whole, whole night. Um so the this North American Championship inaugural crowning match, a ladder match between six people. You had Adam Cole, you had Ricochet, Lars Sullivan, Killian Dane, Velveteen Dream and who am I forgetting? Um, crap, who am I forgetting? Um, oh, man. Who is the other person? Who is the other? Okay, we had Adam Cole. Velveteen Dream. Ricochet. Killian Dane. 
um, Lars Sullivan and who am I forgetting? It's going to come to me like out of nowhere as, as uh, after I talk about a couple more matches, I, why can't I, for, why can't I remember? Because I, until last night, I had gotten like six hours total of sleep between Friday and, and, uh, the end of WrestleMania. Um, anyway, this match is so, 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 so friggin' awesome. That's awesome. If you haven't watched any of TakeOver yet, just go watch it. You don't need to listen to me talk about it. And I'm not going to talk about it very much, except for trying to remember the sixth person's who is the sixth person who was the sixth person it was okay okay i'll be right back i i have to look this up it's gonna bug me oh of course it was ec3 I feel kind of silly having forgotten that oh man okay uh yeah this match was, was amazing and adam cole won awesome uh, and we had Ember Moon versus Shayna Baszler. Shayna made Moon say goodnight. She said, goodnight, Moon. And uh, put her right to sleep. Not right away. They had a great match up uh, leading up to that. That Ember Moon, um, you know, it, it, believably could have uh, remained champion yet again. But uh, Shayna got the upper hand, and she's the new NXT Women's Champion. Champion, and uh, I'm interested to see where where things go from here, and what Ember Moon does from here. I don't know. I was expecting her to be in the Women's Battle Royal, uh, since she followed her victory at uh, Takeover Philadelphia by being in the the Women's Royal Rumble, but uh, she was she was not in the battle royale we had a bunch of of women from nxt in that battle royale which was was super awesome um but uh yeah i i'd hoped ember would be in there and that she would win but i i don't know maybe we'll see what happens next whether it's raw or smackdown or just next time on nxt i'm i'm interested to, to find out Okay, then we had um, the triple threat tag team match for the tag team championships and the to determine the winner of the Dusty Tag Team Classic. This is kind, this kind of sucks for everybody who is in the Tag Team Classic, including the two teams. Well, one and a half of the teams involved in this match. Um, that everybody in that tournament... We're competing for that, and uh, none of them ended up actually winning the Tag Team Classic, being uh, attaining that title. And so, uh, yeah, this this match is a must-see as well. This whole night is a must-see, absolutely. But uh, we had what looked like Roderick Strong for getting back into the ring to prevent anybody from breaking up the pin as um as uh pete dunn went to pin kylo riley early on in this match um 
Adam Cole was so beaten up from that ladder match, understandably. Um, and he was put through a table very early on. And that left Kyle to, to fend for himself for most of this match. That that happened probably within the first two minutes. <laughs> Adam Cole just taken out and uh, just got to get in. I mean, he deserves it. He, he deserve, deserves some rest after that crazy ladder match. Um, and uh, he got to, to get some good rests there <laughs> um, on top of the uh, collapsed announcer, announcer's desk. Uh, but anyway, uh, it looked like Roderick Strong was there to prevent uh, Authors of Pain, in particular, from, well, he wouldn't have been able to, yeah, those are the only two people that would have been um, able to break up that pin. Uh, it looked like he was in there to protect the pin, but instead Roderick Strong attacked Pete Dunne, um, put him out of action and then uh, dragged Kyle O'Reilly over on top of him. Undisputed Era wins. Roderick Strong takes that UE wristband, or I guess it's the A, no, it's the C, CFO symbol wristband. Um, puts it on. Uh, months ago, he was offered a spot. He refused, but now... He's he's turned to the dark side. He's accepted that he must uh, <laughs> must make a deal with the devil, and uh, so we get the most happy person I've ever seen when this happens. Adam Cole is elated, and um, I, I think that's uh, that's a goal everyone should have is to find something that makes you as happy as Roderick Strong joining you Undisputed Era has made adam cole happy uh so they 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 they, yeah we have defending champions but this is kind of a weird present because originally it was kyle o'reilly and bobby fish were the tag team champions and then uh we're already have the Freebirds rule in action as adam cole fills in for the injured bobby fish and and now uh the question is 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 the same apply for is Roderick Strong part of that tag team champion, ch- uh, that champion tag team, and the answer is yes because the next day, as a, a conclusion to the Invitational tournament at Access, we had the winners of that tournament who I'll mention in a minute, but uh, they they go against it was Mustache Mountain. Why, why do I have to, to save that from being spoiled? I'm going to talk about it so soon. Um, they went up against the uh, Undisputed Era, and Undisputed Era for that match was Kylo O'Reilly and Roderick Strong. So, there we go. Uh, yeah, very strange, very weird situation, but also pretty, pretty dang awesome. Um, after that, we had the NXT Championship match. It was so good. And um, I can't, my, my head is so full of all, all the crazy stuff that happened this weekend. But I, I really liked that Zelina Vega's attempts to help Almas have finally backfired on her as um, her top rope attack instead hit Almas. That gave, um, that undid all of her advantage she gave him 
earlier on, and Alistair Black is finally able to take Almas down. We have a new NXT champion, Alistair Black, who I could have met the next day. I'm a little bit disappointed that I, I didn't, but because I didn't, I was able to see all of these championship matches um, during the, the third and fourth hours of access instead. Um, but uh, someday, someday I'll still be able to, to meet him, I'm sure. Um, and then takeover is basically over at this point and then we had an unsanctioned match which went on for uh, a good while after the normal end time of an NXT takeover Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa um, just go watch it why Why? Why should I try to uh, summarize anything about this match except that it was amazing and I don't even want to say who, who won or lost this match because the real winner is all of us for being able to see such an, an amazing an amazing battle take place. Okay, speaking of battles, Kaiju Big Battle is it, just insane. Oh my gosh, I was so tired. So tired. That I almost, I almost went back to the hotel after takeover, but with how long the parking situation was taking, figured you know what? By the time I get out of here, it's gonna be nearly time for Kaiju Big Battle to begin anyway. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop and get some food. Got some Taco Bell, and on the way to go to Kaiju Big Battle, and I'm so glad that I did. Because it was so fun. It was so crazy. Um, But I was also so tired. So I did not participate in the Congo line. That happens at the end of the show. And it made sense story wise. It wasn't just some random Congo line. But uh, yeah. It was so so fun. I I talked to. um, And got a picture with Mario Bueno. He's the uh, lead announcer for Kaiju Big Battle. Um, he's like so excited about it. He reminds me. Okay, so the the character the the, the producer um, on Glow, he who gets so into it and like when he he gets to be the it gets to be the announcer, he reminds me of him so much. Like it, he's you can tell he's like so happy to be doing that and so excited and having so much fun. Um. Uh, yeah. So if if you go and look up some videos of Kaiju Big Battle, um, and and you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, but uh, also if you've seen Glow, yeah, it's it's exactly exactly like that. He, his character reminds me of that. But um, yeah, Kaiju Big Battle, I recommend it. They had another show after WrestleMania, but I was toast. By then, uh, there is no way I I would have like fallen asleep on the way there or something. Um, I was so freaking tired by the end of WrestleMania. Um, so I hope I, I imagine that show is also super awesome. But um, I'll just have to I'll I'll just have to it'll just have to be imagined. It'll remain just that. Okay, so Sunday. Um, how long is this episode? Oh, I was a solid half hour talking so far. We're halfway through 
the weekends. This half will go a lot quicker because you can watch just watch the the WrestleMania stuff. I don't have to get into details about that. Um, but first, access. I spent all four hours watching the show. Didn't do any of the extra experience stuff or anything. I did most of that the day before, just looking at all the cool displays and 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 everything. Um, I, you know what? My one regret, I'd say, well, standing in line for Becky Lynch because I kind of had a feeling that it wasn't going to get to the front of the line in time. Um, but uh, there is some shorter lines that I definitely could have uh, done instead. Um, one of which was to call a match with Tom Phillips. That would have been pretty cool. Like, But I didn't really want to actually do that. I just wanted to meet him and take a picture. And I probably could have just done that. Um, and then the line would have been even quicker for anybody who was behind me to do stuff. But I, I didn't. And hopefully, maybe someday, I'll uh, be able to... He, him and Corey are my two favorite announcers right now. Um, although Nigel and... Um, and good old what's his name? <laughs> um, Nigel and Vic over on main event and 205 Live are, are great too. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, all four hours just watching the show. Um, I, I guess is a thanks to that for that. And also because I was wearing my AJ Styles shirt and I was just into every match. I having so much fun. Um, they gave me one of these special dream match booklets like uh like their social media guy or 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 whatever this guy is i I didn't formally get introduced to him or anything he was taking pictures of the crowd and all that kind of stuff throughout the show um yeah i I don't know if it's been posted or anything but he gave me uh one of 100 of these dream match booklets that they made and it's perfectly comic book size so i can slide it right in there oh i had oscar sign um, my issue of WWE number 15, I believe, with the four horsewomen on the cover. My my plan was originally to get Becky and Bailey to sign the cover and Asuka to sign um, her page of um, the, the two pages about her in, uh, at the end of the book. But uh, so I did get that signature. I didn't get Becky's. And then I figured, oh, I, if I didn't get Becky's, then... Um, only having Bailey, it would still be cool, but uh, now it's just my Oscar comic, my Oscar signed comic. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I have I have that, so it fits right in there perfectly. It's the same size as a comic book. This AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura dream match booklet with the, like all of their. I mean, they didn't actually hand write; they hand wrote the hand wrote on the original. And it's a duplicate it's printed from that but it's cool to see all the stuff that they wrote like little doodles and things like that uh, and all these these photos and quotes and all that uh, uh just highlighting uh, the story between these two guys it's really cool anyway okay so let's talk about the actual matches um we had the progress tag team champs james drake and zach gibson the grizzled young vets uh successfully defend against heavy machinery it was awesome to see heavy machinery up close and personal um i didn't shake uh, i was 
like at the entrance but like towards the top of the entrance so there's there's that gap and like the the height difference so i didn't like shake anybody's hands or anything like that um because it would have been um kind of awkward for them to get over to where i was but i did get some uh some great entrance photos um this match oh i don't know if they successfully defended or if it was just thrown out might have just been thrown out because of the interference um but uh war machine came out so we got some um we the two machines the two machine teams are going to go at it in the near future i'm sure heavy machinery and the war machine or maybe they'll team up to be the heavy heavy machine war the heavy war machine the heavy war machinery the this four-man tag team crew something i don't know i guess that would make sense have them and the four-person team of uh, undisputed era and the four-person team if they find uh another person uh british strong style oh i suppose i was going to talk about um undisputed era Roderick Strong and Kyler Riley defeated Mustache Mountain later in this um, in this show, and uh, Pete Dunn comes out to save them from getting beat up by these guys. So we have the the whole of British Strong Style in the ring together in NXT. That is super exciting. But let's bounce back to Tony Storm defending her Progress Championship against Lacey Evans and tony storm wins so um let's see i think adam cole won all three of his matches that i saw as well um so uh i got to see tony storm win three times not just see her compete three times but she won three times and that was awesome uh we had an elias question and answer session um he got a little bit annoyed with a, a kid asking him what walk with Elias means. And he says, I, I just explained that. Weren't you listening? And he said, I didn't hear you. Um, it, it was, it was a great Q and a, hopefully they've posted like at least some highlights from that, but, oh man, Elias is so entertaining. And, uh, he's jamming on, uh, <laughs> he, he's about to take a question from somebody. And, um, he's like, wait, wait hold on because he had his guitar the whole time he's like I, i'm really feeling this right now and he like plays um this 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 whole lick uh for maybe like 30 seconds or something and he's like uh, okay okay what's your question <laughs> oh Elias is so good he's so and is awesome at wrestlemania as well we'll talk about that soon um i saw candace LeRae defeats billy k that was great um uh, if peyton royce were there it might have gone differently, but uh, without that backup, um, Candace was easily able to take care of business. We had Lars Sullivan versus Keith Lee. Um, this was a ma- oh, I didn't write anything down about that match. There was a six-man tag team ma- match at Progress that I also saw. Um, on one side, we had Jimmy Havoc and other people i can't remember their names i think flash is on that team and somebody else um and then uh opposite them was keith lee and a couple other people (laughs) but keith lee oh my gosh 
this this guy is huge he's he's a monster i could see like this is like the the most perfect match that you could hope for to see was uh who is a match other than killian dane for lars sullivan bring in keith lee these guys just just go at it against each other the the super heavyweights um and lars sullivan did defeat him and then came back out a few times uh he would leave and then come back out to 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 power slam or whatever keith lee again and again and again but uh yeah i've got i've got to start looking out for more keith lee matches because uh that that tag team match was great and this match was was great too um even though he was not victorious in this match he, he, he was still a lot of fun to watch and Lars Sullivan was so much fun to watch. I I, I didn't really want to be obnoxious or anything, so I, I did say to one of the times he, he exited, I, I went, go Denver, but very tentative, and it was not. I, I really doubt he heard it, or if he did hear it, that he understood that I was saying, yeah, Denver, or Denver, or maybe I did say Denver, yeah the whole tj miller thing um where where's my place here oh austin theory up next i think it was the he the, uh he was defending the wwn championship um i could pause this and look that up real quick actually i will pause this and look it up real quick okay yeah uh it is the world wrestling network championship it is two w's and one n not one w and two n's um uh, he defended successfully defended against uh, Marcel Barthel, um, so that was a pretty cool match. Uh, and then we got the NXT Championship matches, um, plus a Progress Championship match. Uh, but first, we saw Dakota Kai challenge the new Women's Champion Shayna Baszler. Uh, unfortunately. Um, I was, I mean, I was rooting for Dakota Kai, um, to get her revenge for that brutal attack, um, that, uh, that arm smash. Oh, by the way, we had Ember do that to Shayna in their match. And that was so awesome. So, so awesome. Um, there were tons of great moments in that. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, Shayna defeated Dakota Kai, um, but still so awesome to see. Um, them both in action up close in person uh then we had pete dunn defend the united kingdom championship successfully against leo rush um then we had undisputed era defeat mustache mountain i already talked about this pete dunn comes out um and uh saves the day when they brutally attack them afterwards there is a q a with the bella twins that was cool. I was not expecting that at all. Uh, there were a few questions about John Cena and the and the Undertaker, um, and also I think the best question, the best answer, um, was somebody asked uh, a follow up from the day before that Daniel Bryan uh, was interested in having a mixed tag match against John Cena and uh, Nikki Bella, um, and and Brie was all about that 
she's she's super excited for that um that would be really cool really really cool to see at some point however that however that happens they have the second mixed match challenge oh in the graphics and stuff we had there's going to be the, the united kingdom king of the ring champion uh the special or whatever it, it's going to be that's going to be cool i have no I, all i know is the title i barely know the title i don't know if i got the title correct um but the ring back king of the ring for that um that's that's cool and then also may young classic 2 or however they actually called called that uh the second may young classic perhaps um yeah both super exciting but uh yeah back to that um yeah seeing seeing the bellas in person that was pretty cool pretty cool um and then we had the progress championship travis banks progress champion defeated no way jose that was fun and then the main event of access we had akira tozawa challenge adam cole for the north american championship and um it, it was fun it was a really fun match um and adam cole uh was victorious and remains the inaugural well he'll always be the inaugural north american champion but uh he he remains the champion and will go on to fight another day another week another month um how long will he be champion that's a weird prediction to kind of make maybe he will be the north american champion forever as long as the undisputed era are there to watch his back although they weren't they weren't out there for that match it was just adam cole um and akira tozawa um somebody in the crowd did the adam cole yelled adam cole and then everybody went baby um and and adam was like you don't do that you only do that when i do that and the guy apologizing apologize apology accepted it was a nice little moment and then akira what made it put the cherry on top was akira turned to the guy it's like you you can say ah though <laughs> and then the ah chance ensued oh that was so much fun um so uh yeah that was access i would definitely do that again especially if they do this same format they have all the nxt champions defends against turn yeah this this format was so good this is awesome it made it its own thing it made made it so like i would not want to miss other shows if i had the chance to go to them like progress and shimmer but um it would be tempting to just go to all of those shows all of the access sessions just to see the shows um and just see an entire tournament unfold with all kinds of extra stuff it was really cool to see championships from progress from world wrestling network um a few other champions throughout championships throughout the weekend were also defended in these access matches that was really cool too um so after this uh this ended at noon and then i had, had bought a sunday admission only to wrestlecon just to check it out see what it was like um it was basically what i expected it to be um you know just a bunch of vendor tables um where 
people selling different stuff uh wrestlers and other um personalities there to sell their stuff take pictures and all of that um so i i i wasn't really expecting much from it i just wanted to check it out and so i could say like yeah i did go to that and found out either it was my thing it was not my thing it is not my thing but um i did as i was walking through the 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 floor there um i hear a voice come to me from from the left says hey nice aj style shirt i turn and see is james ellsworth totally caught off guard i was like whoa hey how's it going (laughs) um i was not prepared for it at all so it was a, a strange meeting, but uh, I I was excited. I was like, I, I want to buy all your stuff, and um, so I did get a signed picture of him, his his WWE debut against Braun Strowman, um, and I, I got one of his his his, his t shirts, of course, with his his face on there, and I got a picture with him. Um, so that was he's he's super nice um probably the longest i talked to anybody this weekend even longer than um mario bueno the night before maybe about as long but uh yeah that was that was was pretty cool i almost left my um my dream match booklet there on a table because i put it down um to to figure out stuff on my phone and all that um but what I did actually lose, I don't know if it was at this point or sometime later, I was I was so dumb. So on Saturday, I left all of my tickets that I wasn't going to be using. I actually didn't need any of the physical printouts because they were all on my phone anyway. Um, I left them all in my backpack, locked up in my rental car, and it was totally fine. Nothing bad happened or any of that. It was the perfect solution to that uh potential problem of carrying stuff around with me that i don't want to lose that i don't need to have with me yet uh for some reason i didn't go with that plan on sunday i thought i have my wrestlemania tickets if i leave it in my car and something happens that that would be um devastating I'm going to keep that ticket with me all day in my pockets like an idiot because I kept it in my pocket. If I, if I kept it in a different pocket, probably would have been fine, but I kept it in the same pocket as my cell phone, which um, I, I just had my cell phone out the entire time during access. So that wasn't a problem at all. Um, but uh, walking around me on a convention floor and uh, getting my phone out a, a few different times, like take pictures or figure out the paypal stuff and all that um it at some point it was uh it it fell out i'm sure of it there's there's it wasn't i was not pickpocketed i am absolutely sure of that because these uh, travel pants that i have yes they're they're travel pants or journeyman whatever they are they have really deep pockets and they're kind of hard to get into, like, just for me to get into them myself. I absolutely could not have been pickpocketed for that. And how would anybody even, and then if I had it, okay, anyway, 
it definitely fell out at some point when I got my cell phone, took my cell phone out of my pocket. I just wasn't paying attention. One of those times, I I was walking back to my car after uh, checking out WrestleCon, and I checked my pocket and was like, "All right, gotta make sure that I have." Oh my God, it's not in there. I have the printout of the WrestleCon ticket, which I didn't even need because I had that on my phone too. So I didn't even use that. That was still in there. But the the WrestleMania ticket, which was the souvenir ticket as well. That's the that's the the worst part, I'd say, is that, is that hologram, that lithograph, awesome cool souvenir ticket and it, it just ended up on the floor somewhere so I, I hope somebody found it and used it and enjoyed it if it if it just fell out and then like got blown away by the wind ended up in the sewer or something that is such that's so tragic such a waste so sad um I did still go to WrestleMania. I got online, bought an e-ticket, similar ticket, doubled the cost of the the day, but it was totally worth it. If I had not gone, if I had just gone back to my hotel, sulking about having lost the ticket, being sad about it, I absolutely would have regretted that. Even though it did increase the cost of the trip a lot, yeah, I could, actually, I probably would have been just as happy at the show with uh, an upper deck cheap ticket, but uh, yeah, well, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of speculation that could be had, but I, so I'm not even going to worry about. It. I'm not going to. I'm not going to obsess about it, which I very easily could have. I was obsessing about it for like those 20 minutes uh, that I was walking to my car getting to my car after realizing i had dropped the ticket somewhere but um anyway uh yeah i did get a ticket a second ticket and it wrestlemania was was awesome there's also uh like the block party that they had before with a live band a band called Bandcamp. i thought at first that they were sponsored by the website Bandcamp. first for whatever reason but no that was their actual name their bass guitar player looked a lot like aj styles purposely so it's definitely on purpose that uh well what he was wearing was was a choice for sure but um his hair his facial hair all that he looked so uh, enough so that i was like why is why is AJ? He has an important match tonight. Why is he playing bass with this band? I didn't even know he could play bass. That's really cool. But he just looked like him. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, the block party was pretty cool. I did stand in line for a long time just to get some pizza. Because um, at this point, I don't think I had eaten anything. I ate a power bar, maybe two power bars throughout the day um, up to that point. But. Uh, yeah. Oh, back to WrestleCon. Uh, that that was all I did. I walked around a couple of times. Kenny Omega was there. There's a huge line, and I did not understand the process for it at all. Um, and after walking around a couple, of, I'm sure I could have asked someone. I probably yeah. I mean, 
make it sound like it was impossible to figure out. I definitely could have just asked someone, but I was like, you know, I am. I, I'm just gonna get out of get get out of here. Um, I may have an opportunity to meet Kota Ibushi and Kenny Omega at some point in the in the future. Anyway, at least I mean I've already I have seen them wrestle in person, and uh, you know if if that's all that it ever is, that is still super awesome. Um, if I'm able, if by chance I am able to actually meet. Uh, either one of them or them both um that will be cool that will be really cool someday but um if not that's fine too anyway so wrestlemania the block party was cool took a it was it's it's a lot of people apparently seventy eight thousand people um that's a lot of people to get in the doors so the line up those steps and everything was looked like it was stagnant it was probably moving pretty well but more people kept adding to it, so it didn't actually get shorter. Um, and then I chose the absolute wrong line. It was the slowest of any of them, as I was still at the end of that line after waiting for a long, long time, um, and all the the others were filling, were were getting through, getting through that station. I was in line for was being very, very thorough compared to the others. I think that's a big reason why, or maybe there were just a bunch of people that were that happened to be in that line that were much slower, getting stuff out of their pockets. The guy right in front of me, I did switch lines with the guy right in front of me. Okay, here's if you're going to a live show, one that has security to get through, take the stuff out of your pockets before you get to the freaking table, before you get to the metal detectors. This guy waits until he's the, the next person to go. He's like, oh, I gotta get this out. Dude, there was a sign 10 feet earlier that says you're about to get to the metal detector. Take the stuff out of your pockets now. Um, so to have, like, people normally are pretty good about all of that. Um, I did last second realize um, on Saturday, I was like, oh, wait, I have a pen in my pocket that is metal. And it's definitely going to set this off. Um, but that is different than, like, oh, I don't have anything out of my pockets at all yet. All right enough complaining about that um it was there was still tons of time like that's not that's like a total nine complaint because there's still so much time once i got in there to 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 find my seats and sit there waiting for a long long time so it's fine it's fine okay matt hardy the kickoff show wins the battle royal with some help from his new best friend bray wyatt's so weird i'm excited to see what happens with where where this is going the last time we saw bray wyatt was the ultimate deletion what was that two three weeks ago he's thrown into the lake and now he's back he's been reincarnated as a nice fella <laughs> um we had cedric Alexander versus mustafa ali for the cruiserweight championship mustafa ali i was rooting for not just because i met him the day the day before but um well, I mean, both of these guys are so awesome. But uh, Cedric Alexander won the match. Oh, man. Oh, man. We had, oh, was it the four, the 05, 045, 450, 04, 054, the inverted 450 splash. Um, that I, I thought Ali had won the match 
But uh, when you're that far away, I was in the second level, so in the 300 section. Um, when you're that far away, the, the sound traveling with the people counting everything, there's enough of a delay that these near falls really do trick you. You think that was absolutely a three count, but, uh, yeah, just how physics works. Um, you, 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 your brain processes it as they, they won, but they didn't. <laughs> that is a weird turn to go. The brain processes it. Um, yeah, I thought for sure Mustafa Ali had won, but it was a rope break. Cedric had just enough energy to get his foot up on the rope. And eventually he hit the lumbar check and won the Cruiserweight Championship. That was an awesome, that, that was a pretty awesome match, um, especially towards the end of it. Um, and then we had, uh, okay, even though this is on the kickoff show, it was on the second hour of the kickoff show, which also aired on USA Network. So that is is pretty cool. Apparently, commercial breaks were kind of weird, happened in weird places. Um, but that's one of the advantages of being there in person is that you don't have those commercial breaks during matches. Um, that is going to be a kind of a tough thing uh, at Raw and SmackDown that it has been a while since I've been. It was in October when I was at Raw and SmackDown. So that was the last time that I've been to a uh, a... A, a televised event with commercials so it's gonna be um there's gonna be a lot of breaks and stuff but maybe hopefully they'll have a few matches that go across commercial breaks so that it's not as bad um smackdown is usually better about that and lately smackdown seems to be going like one thing right into the other and the other into the other even night just having people come out while other people are still in there is like this is the next thing gotta get out of here um which can seem kind of weird at times. Um, and the, uh, the, the last thing on the kickoff was the women's battle royal. Um, thought for sure that, uh, okay, being this far away for a battle royal is also kind of tough because it's hard to even tell who people are. Um, I kept thinking that Seth was the Miz and the Miz was Seth in the ma- match after this to, to start the actual show. Um, so I was like, why did, why did, <laughs> no, not, uh, Seth, uh, Seth is easy, uh, cause you can see his long hair. Um, Finn and the Miz, I kept getting mixed up. I was like, why did, why did Finn just do the skull crushing finale? That was weird. Um, anyhow, um, I thought the, that Bailey eliminating, uh, Sasha won the battle Royal but at some point, Naomi had gotten knocked out of the ring, not eliminated, um, and she was still in the match. And so it came down to Bailey versus Naomi, and Naomi won the very first uh, asterisk um, women's WrestleMania Battle Royal, or whatever the name of it is. Um, oh, got a chance position. My my arm is falling falling asleep. This is a long, long episode. But uh, I'm not going to go into it as much detail because you can watch all of this on here. Um, a little bit of commentary about the, the, the crowd experience other than the physics of everything. 
Um, I'll get to it when I when I get to those matches because uh, they didn't really become re- relevant until those matches. It wasn't an all-night thing or anything like that. Okay, the actual show. Uh, Seth Rollins wins the Inter- Intercontinental Championship, um, which I guess is the first time he has won that one. Um, and so that makes him Grand Slam champion, I believe. That's that's awesome. That's that that is awesome. Um, Finn Balor's entrance was really cool. He had the um, uh, Balor Club is for everyone. Um, deal with all his graphics and um, lots of people come out uh, out there for his entrance. And uh, when the the lights flash when he puts his arms up. It changed all the graphics changed to the like uh, with the rainbow theme for everyone. Um, uh, the the Balor Club logo, uh, rainbow logo, and all that. Uh, really, really cool. Um, and uh, yeah, a, the great way to de- debut that style of his entrance, I thought. Um, but yeah, Seth is the Intercontinental Champion. I already said that. Next up, we had Charlotte versus Asuka. Um, okay. Earlier, I talked about um, how watching this match with Madison Eagles, I thought, dang, Madison could totally take on Charlotte. It would be one of the only uh, believable physical presences, I think. Um, and then watching early on in this match so Charlotte versus Asuka I thought holy crap well first of all like am I even watching WWE right now this is not to say that WWE matches not good but this is like on a whole other level of any other uh, women's match or match in general that I've seen on a regular WWE show it's like, am I watching NXT? Am I watching New Japan? What is this? This is inc- this is awesome. Um, so yeah, this this match was so good, and I am it. <laughs> I uh, I am. What's the word? I on, on Twitter I used heartbroken. I don't know if that's exactly the word. Uh, the streak is over. Charlotte won. The streak is over, which is like so shocking for me. But also, like, if if there was any match to end the streak, that was it because it was so good. They're both so freaking good. That it early in the match. This is what I was getting at. Is it was the first time I have seen an, a, a match with Oscar on TV, in person, or otherwise. That I thought, wow, they could beat her. This could be the this could be the end of the streak. This I, she Oscar. I don't. I don't think Oscar's gonna win. And um, yeah, so having that feeling, like this is the the first 
person who could legitimately do this, who who actually can do this, uh, and, and and feeling having that feeling build up throughout the match, like even though the heartbreak is there, it's there's also that excitement of like yeah abs- that absolutely that's what that what should have happened it wasn't like out of nowhere or anything it wasn't like with cheating or any kind of outside involvement or anything any funny business at all it was straight up the best competition the best fight uh that either one of them were capable of they all they both put it all out there and um charlotte just proved that she was ready for oscar and the, and afterwards, Oscar saying that to her, um, and congratulations. Ah, oh, I'm getting I'm getting a little bit teared up about it. It was it, I thought it was I thought it was great. Um. Uh, why do I even need to talk about the rest of this stuff? Um, the 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 match after this, um, I kind of missed. Uh, but it it didn't. It, it, I I I I was like I don't know. It was a cool. I I didn't like leave and go get a uh, get concessions or anything like that. I was just like kind of I don't know. I maybe blacked out from the shock of the match before. No, that's not, I I was like checking stuff on Twitter and things like that. Um, this match, uh, the the United States Championship match, uh, gender one. Is a four-way. I believe gender pins Rusev. Maybe I, I, I'm, I'm not sure. But um, I don't know. I, it'll at least be interesting. Um, and the the match did what it was meant to do as far as its placements. That like, yeah, if you were like in total shock of what just happened then uh, you're not going to be too upset that you missed this match right afterwards, that you weren't paying attention to it and all that. So maybe I'll go back and watch it. Most likely, um, the most I'll revisit it is for is any uh, recap of it uh, on, on SmackDown um, tomorrow night. Um, and then uh, another amazing match followed. Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Oh, we have the whole motorcycle entrance, which was cool to see in person. Um, and then my favorite entrance attire um, of the entire night, of the entire weekend, I, I think was Ronda's. That she had uh, the whole Roddy Piper thing going on even more so than all of her appearances so far. Because she had the the leather jacket, of course, but then also um, the kilt styled shirt uh, skirts. I don't know if it it is technically a kilt, but um, if it's uh, in that style. But uh, yeah, I thought it was really really simple, really cool. And then she went out there and kick ass, presumably because she was all out of bubble gum, and. Oh yeah, this this match was was great. So many great moments throughout it. Uh, some moments that were like, oh come on, 
how is Stephanie even standing a chance against Ronda, especially? Um, but if you if you think, I, I thought about it some more, and there's that the primary arm holds that uh, Ronda was trying to get on Stephanie throughout the match, but it would make sense that in preparation for fighting Ronda Rousey, that Stephanie would specifically focus on how to prevent that hold from getting locked in. That could be the only thing she trains for, the only thing she prepares for, and it, and if that was the only thing she ever focused on be, being ready for, that she would stand a chance of being able to fend that specific move off um, despite any any other skills that she had which she had quite she showed off quite a few good moves um, but uh, I think even more so than that she uh, must have watched a lot of revival matches to uh, to figure out all the best um, shady tag team tactics to uh, distract and uh, divide and um, otherwise just be uh, kind of silly and, and and fun to watch. Um, so yeah, this this match, ooh, second favorite of the night. Second favorite of the night be, behind Charlotte versus Asuka. Um, and so that brings us to, I'm so excited to see Ronda fight other people. If it was this much fun to watch her, well, I, she did fight Triple H. <laughs> we got some good action between them. Um, but if she was this this great to watch against somebody who I don't even know the last time Stephanie actually wrestled, how great is she going to be against everybody who wrestles all the time? This is super exciting. I'm I'm super excited. Um, okay, we have Bludgeon Brothers versus the New Day versus the Tag Team Champions, the Usos. The Usos finally on the main show, finally on the main show of WrestleMania, and they are entering as Tag Team Champions. Um, uh, I can't remember any. You know, I do need to watch this whole match again. As, as televised because there's a lot going on and it was fairly quick um, that I did uh, it was like blink it or you miss it kind of thing um, and again coming down off of um, uh, the, the match before it as well um, but Bludgeon Brothers are the new tag team champions um, they're going to dominate unless some other monster tag team comes to challenge them um, and I think the the simplest answer comes down to Occ Occam and Razar. Occam's razor, the simplest answer is usually correct. The authors of pain have got to come to SmackDown and lay some pain on the Bludgeon Brothers. Bludgeon versus pain. Brothers versus, versus authors. Although the... the the authors of pain are more believably brothers. They're not. They're not related at all. They look. Uh, they look like they're brothers way more than Harper and Rowan look like brothers. But 
Um, yeah, that's why I'm hoping to see on Tuesday. Okay, where are we at? We're hour 15. Wow. Um, I need to leave to go to, to Raw soon and to get some food before that. Um, let's see. We had... Okay, so John Cena, a- after the Oscar versus Charlotte match, a ref comes out. John Cena is there seeing the audience for up to this point, which is pretty funny. Uh, ref comes out and gets him. He's like, hey, I come to the back. And so he runs backstage. Um, so John Cena comes out. He's going to have a match, but uh, the lights go out. Um, but the spotlight turns on. It's Elias. Boo. <laughs> this is so... So, so much fun. And, oh, oh man. Elias. Oh, he's so good. So good at what he does. Uh, so, John Cena beats up Elias. I, I don't know if he t- it was technically a match at that point. And if so, if John Cena had won. If it was a match, John Cena won it. But I think it was just kind of a beat down. And then it was awkward that his music came on. It was like, oh, I guess, okay, that was it. And then he starts going with the ramp. Lights out again. Spotlights. The hat and the robe in the center of the ring. They explode. Struck by lightning, explode. Undertaker is here. <laughs> Guys, I got to see, along with 78,000 other people, The Undertaker versus John Cena and The Undertaker. Uh, the Undertaker. The Undertaker. <laughs> The Undertaker destroyed John Cena, and it was fantastic. Oh, my God. Third favorite match of the night. Yeah, for sure. Um, so go go watch it. I'm not going to try to describe anything else about it. It was just great. Um, I, there's a great, uh, like, a caption uh, to the ending when he was going up the ramp. He waited and turned to the camera one, one more time. Um, so he added the caption, now leave me the hell alone or something like that. It was pretty great. Um, yeah. And John just, uh, he was not ready for this. He's puffing up his chest so much the last month. And, uh, he, he, I guess he, he just didn't think it was going to happen. So he didn't actually prepare himself for it or, he thought he was prepared for it, but uh, the experience was so overwhelming, so much more, um, so much more of an undertaking than he had thought. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah, that that was great. That was great. Um, at this point, I was kind of starting to get a headache. I knew I needed to get some food. I was getting hydra- dehydrated, um, and this would have been the perfect time. To go and take care of all of that. The Hall of Fame segment of the show. You know what I am? Uh, I was a little bit worried. Because last year. The other wrestling I've seen. That have a musical act. Kind of like a halftime show type thing. I was kind of worried for that. Because I didn't really. I, I, I don't dig it. I don't dig it. Although it would be a great time. To go and get food. And, and all that kind of thing. But uh, we didn't have that. We all, we had like a, 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 a snippet of that. Um, the Elias uh, segment served as that in a way as well. Um, so I thought I thought the the structure of that 
was was pretty good, except because there was so much that I wanted to see going on. Um, I I was like, dang it! I should have gone during that triple threat, the the tag team SmackDown SmackDown tag team triple threat. Um, that would have been a perfect thing because I was like totally zoned out during it anyway. But then the, the John Cena stuff happened right after, it and I was like, I lost. That was my that was my chance. I didn't take it. Um, but uh, then the the video for the whole Daniel Bryan, Shane, Kevin, and Sammy thing started going on. So real quick, I went and took care of business, and I got back uh, before that video package was even over. So that worked out really well. Um, I didn't get that great of food. I got not just regular nachos because there was no line for that. Supposed to the other place that I think, um, I don't even know what they, I didn't even look what they had because I knew I was like I gotta get the fastest thing. There's a stand, no line, just nachos. It was it was alright, you know, stadium nachos. What do you expect? Um, the most important thing is I I didn't miss a single thing, a single minute of in ring action as a result of not being in my seat. Um, I did miss a few things throughout the night just from zoning out or uh, looking at my phone and then realizing, uh, why am I still looking at my phone? I'm not even doing anything on my phone because I was so exhausted and started to lose my mind a bit. Um, so, uh, yeah, we had the Hall of Fame thing was was cool with the whole full Goldberg entrance. Um, it was nice to get to chant that in person again. His first time back a year and a half ago was in denver so that, that rekindled that excitement for me um and uh yeah so daniel bryan shane mcmahon versus kevin and sammy uh daniel bryan won the match after being out of it for the first part of it um and i was <laughs> i was kind of a, a thinking like, oh, what if they do exactly what Undisputed Era did and uh, Daniel Bryan is Roderick Strong and he turns on on um, on Shane and gets them rehired, et cetera, et cetera. But he stood strong with Shane. He did not turn on him, and he uh, puts these guys away. They're fired from SmackDown, so I guess we'll see them on Raw tonight. That's the that's the technical the technicality, the loophole of these uh, having multiple shows in the same company. They're not fired from WWE. They're fired from SmackDown Live, so they can go to Raw. They could go to Two Hundred Five Live. They could go to NXT, whatever they want. Technically, okay. A couple more matches. A couple more matches. We had. Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss for the Raw Women's Championship. Um, you know, I was kind of hoping we'd see Carmella cash in the Money in the Bank contract at some point this night, whether it was um, for the SmackDown Women's Championship or the Raw Women's Championship. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that she didn't. We still have that element of uh, excitement left to to wait for to to look forward to. Um, Nia Jax has completely destroyed Alexa Bliss. Destroyed her. And it was great. 
Um, I mean, Alexa got in some great offense as well. She the twisted bliss to the outside was great. Um, I think part of Naya's strategy, which was very smart, before the match even began, she destroyed Mickey James so that she wouldn't even be a factor in the match. So congratulations, Nia Jax. That was, that was pretty great to see um, to see a new Raw Women's Championship champion, and that that champion is Nia Jax. And uh, what where do we go from here? What happens next? I have no idea. So I am excited to see. Hopefully, they put to rest this whole bullying aspect of this feud. Um, and uh, can can build something else up about uh, uh, um, about Naya and get uh, you know it doesn't have to it's probably going to be right away Alexa wanting the championship back but um, to get uh, other women in there in the mix see what uh, they can do um, to go after that championship will be great um all right, then we had AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, the, the people around me were not into this at all. It, you know, it was slower than most of the matches we had seen up to this point. But like that was, that was on purpose. You know, they were going. This was master versus master, taking their time, getting into it, get and it was it was a slow burn but it was a uh a worthy burn i thought it was like uh getting the that perfect uh like fall off the bones um what am i like like the perfect fall off the bones baby back ribs that you have to be patient and it's just like oh so delicious once you finally can bite in when it's done it's a weird way to talk about a wrestling match. Um, uh, yeah, I, I I liked it. It's um, yeah, it was slow, so it didn't have kind of the the energy, the the rapid fire attacks like that kind of stuff. That the entire weekend up to this point had kind of been driving into into me and many other people. I'm sure. Um, but, uh, I think it's definitely worth appreciation, um, on, so in, in so many different ways. And then, uh, so I, I was expecting Shinsuke Nakamura to become the new WWE champion. So I was quite surprised. I mean, things picked up very quickly at, in the last couple of minutes, like they escalated, and then escalated more and more and more um, that we did get all kinds of crazy reversals and all, all that uh, AJ Styles won retained the championship Shinsuke presents the championship as congr- congratulations gets down on his knee it, 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 it takes a knee in front of AJ presents the championship the sign of respect such a sweet moment at the time for that for just that moment before Shinsuke low blows AJ Styles attacks him, lays into him uh, 
hits the Kinshasa after he could have easily just let let things be. Comes back, hits him with the Kinshasa outside of the ring. Ah, ah, bad guy Nakamura. Uh, this uh, this is gonna be interesting because the whole thing up to this point has been their their respect for each other, their their friendship, their uh, professional relationship, all of that, and now it's Shinsuke is not taking any more crap. It, uh, he's he's gonna do whatever he needs to do now. <laughs> so what we get part two in the near future at Money in the Bank, perhaps? Um, or will we have to wait all the way until SummerSlam? I don't know. Either way, ah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, we had two more matches. Oh, oh, also, uh, Lita Strauss, the guitarist for Ellis Cooper, uh, and a, a whole bunch of string players played his entrance where uh, Nakamura's entrance and it was so cool just that wailing guitar playing instead of the the vinyl the normal violin um ah this badass okay uh we had two more matches one okay I already said what my top three matches that was this was like S level matches this is my number zero match um, and followed by what probably most people would call the worst match of the weekends. Um, you know what? I, I don't, maybe, but that doesn't mean it was bad because I've enjoyed everything that I've seen this entire weekend so much. I said this on Saturday night on Twitter, like, is it cheating to say that everybody is my favorite wrestler today? <laughs> um... And this is, I could kind of say the same about tonight, except for Oscar and Charlotte are you know, my favorite. But um, anyway, uh, uh, the the Raw tag team match uh, began with a whole Mardi Gras Mardi Gras floats, jamming music, playing when when the Saints go marching in, uh, the Bar make their entrance, the defending Raw tag team champions. Then Braun Strowman comes out, says, "I know you want it." I know who my partner is. Well, it's going to be one of you. He points to the audience. Or one of you. He points to the others. Like, oh, what is going on here? He goes out into the crowd to find his tag team partner. Like, if anybody predicted this, like, you are an actual, an actual telepath or uh, an actual psychic, an actual soothsayer. Because... This was ridiculous, and he finds a little boy named Nicholas to be his tag team partner. <laughs> and we even get a tag in at one point. He immediately tags out. That was perfectly done. Um, <laughs> uh, but Braun Strowman and Nicholas defeat the bar to become the new Raw Tag Team Champions. And I like to see how happy Braun is, like in all of the shots after after the victory is like it's almost as no it is it is more it's even more heartwarming 
than uh, how happy Adam Cole was when Roderick Strong took that wristband. But, um, oh, man. It was, it was great. It was great. Um, so that's my number zero moment of the weekend is... Uh, and and the bar the bar is fun they are they are they are the best tag team and this isn't going to deter them at all it's just <laughs> Cesaro's tweet stupid stupid kid um they'll get it back they'll get it back somehow they just gotta if, if Braun um has to vacate the championship because uh, his partner has to go to school today, um, then that that could make sense. <laughs> or uh, it's just he finds a new partner every week. He's free burning with the WWE universe. Um, that would also be great. Uh, where it, it's this is gonna be fun. This is gonna be so fun. Okay, let's talk real quick. Uh, Brock Lesnar defeated Roman Reigns with six F fives. There we go. Everybody was very upset. <laughs> um, you know, I, 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 I enjoyed what I was seeing in the ring, um, and the amount of blood. Oh my god, if that was on purpose. If that was accidental, whatever it was, that friggin' badass image of Roman screaming at Brock. After the last time he was able to kick out before uh, putting in one more flurry of, of offense in there. Um, that was like not even an action movie. That was like a horror movie badass moment. Um, and uh, I mean, Roman did his his best. Absolutely. He, he put it all out there. Um yeah, I, I'm just going to see what happens next. I'm not going to waste any energy being upset about about it. I will waste a little bit of energy being upset uh, with that audience who thought it would be so cool to play with beach balls and cheer and boo for the beach ball action. Like, get out of here. Get out of here with that. And it, it, the, the, uh, uh, I don't even know. Like, uh, yes, seven hours is a ridiculously long show. It is a ridiculously long show. And at that point, I would have said, okay, this is both sides of the argument right here. At that point, I, I feel like everyone could have gotten something out of that show to feel like that was great. I'm glad I was here to see that happen. Most likely, that thing was Undertaker destroying John Cena. Um, but there are so many other things throughout the night. Or Braun Strowman and Nicholas winning the Raw Tag Team Championships, which happened just moments before that. Ugh. Um, like, why, why not just take it in? Like, this is the last match. Let's see what happens. But no, this this audience revolt, this revolting audience revolt. Um, CM Punk chants, the beach ball, um, uh, you deserve it chants when uh, after the match Roma was getting cleaned up by the 
by the the medical staff. I don't know. I like I this this whole show is so great, and um, it's it, it just puts a little bit of a, a dark cloud over it for um, not for I, this is not about what happened in the ring. It was the audience's reaction to it, like it was unnecessary. Like they didn't, they didn't need, they don't need to act like that. Come, like, come on, be act like you've been there. <laughs> um. So anyway, I I loved it. This whole weekend has been so awesome, and I'm very excited to see what happens on Raw and SmackDown. All right, so that's that's it. At one hour and 37 minutes of talking about this, I will end this episode. Let me know what you thought about TakeOver and WrestleMania especially, or if you were also at either any of those other shows that uh, that I was at. What did you think of those? What were your favorite matches? What were your favorite moments? Tweet me at TIW Podcast. Go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review on iTunes, and support the show even more at patreon.com slash todayiwatched. Thanks so much for listening. Um, I'll be back real soon to talk more about all of this stuff um, for, for week 15. I think this next week is week 15 of WWE 2018. Okay, bye!